What is up, guys? Welcome to this episode of the Renaissance Nerds Podcast. This is the third solo episode, just me today, only me today. And we're going to get into a few topics that I wanted to talk about that happened this weekend. It is Monday. What is the official day of today? I don't even know what today's day. Monday, February 10th. Last night was the Oscars. Saturday was John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. UFC 247, and I would like to talk about both of these. Now let's get to John Jones and 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 Dominic Reyes first. Let's just get to the 247 card first. I'm just gonna talk about two fights, the main card fights. Um, well, sorry, the championship card, the championship fights on the main card, which were some real fucking bangers. First off, Valentina Shevchenko. Shevchenko, I I might be saying that wrong, is an absolute fucking monster of a female fighter. That woman is an absolute beast. What she can do standing up on the ground, basically controlling the, the octagon as a whole, that woman is an absolute fucking phenomenal fighter. Phenomenal. I think... Even though, oh wait, did she? I think she's lost to Amanda Nunes. Hold on, hold on. I think she's lost to Amanda Nunes. But she seems like a significantly better striker than Amanda. Well-rounded, more well-rounded. How about that? As a puncher, I think, I think Amanda is the best boxer in the UFC. By hand, by far, has the best hands in the UFC. But overall, striking, kickboxing, a little bit of the karate, and the, a little bit of the Muay Thai. I don't know. I think Valentina might have it over her. Hold on. Let me see. I think versus Amanda Nunes. I think Amanda won their first fight. I'm pretty sure Amanda. Yep. She won it by decision. Five rounds, five-minute fight. All by decision. Their first bout was canceled Saturday, July 8th, 2017. It got canceled. Um, But their official first fight, UFC. Oh, wait, no. they They fought twice. They fought twice. My bad. I am totally not reading it. So their first fight, March 5th, 2016. Amanda wins by decision. Three-round fight. All five minutes, it goes to decision. I don't know if it's unanimous or what it is. It just says decision here on what I'm looking at. Um, I might have to go to the UFC main app to check out the official, official one. And then you have Amanda Nunes. They cancel their second bout. And then Amanda Nunes wins again. September 19th, 2017. So they were supposed to fight three times. They fought two out of the three. The, sec- the second time got canceled. Amanda wins again by decision. Five-round fight, five minutes. Let me see if I can pull this up on the ESPN app to see if I can get a full understanding of how this fight went. Because I-, I would love to know how Amanda Nunez... I would love to know exactly if it's split, if it's unanimous. I would love, love, love to know how that would how that went. For her title defenses, split decision on the September nineteenth. So their their her first official belt defense. So um, Amanda Nunez's first official belt defense at UFC two fifteen. It was a split decision. Split decision. 
Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. I think I think Valentina can beat her. I think I think Valentina has downloaded enough information and changed enough to beat her. Let me see if I can find their second fight. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yep, 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 yep. Title fights. Shevchenko, Nunes Shevchenko. Those are all the title fights. What about her official fights? I want to see her official fights. Stats. Let's look at the stats. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Shevchenko. It was March. Yep, March 5th, 16. I'm trying to see. I can find this specific it doesn't say it just says w whatever it's gone all it went all three rounds for the first one because it was only a three round fight which is definitely not enough well valentina can get anything done in three rounds as we could fucking clearly see on saturday's performance because she got that fight done in three rounds out of the five pinning her to the ground on in the third had uh, i don't i think it's called the crucifix it was called like the, it's like a crucifix hold or something like that where you kind of extend the arm you use your whole body and fully extend both arms of your opponent and then it the the difficulty it is to get the person off of you because you pin one arm down you pin both arms down so that it's hard to get both arms across and she's just landing these bombs these bombs of punches right onto her opponent's face I don't remember her opponent's name. Let me see if I can pull up her opponent's name because this fight just happened. Let's pull up Valentina Shevchenko. It was Kugin, Chugin, Chukagin, Chukagin, an American fighter. Caitlin Chukagin. I, I don't know if I'm saying her name right. And Chukagin had a significant height advantage. 5'9 to Valentina's 5'5". And it didn't mean shit to Valentina. Valentina didn't give a fuck. Didn't give a fuck. She fucking dominated her. She was getting some really mean, nasty inside and outside leg kicks too against Chukagin. Chukagin. I don't know if I'm saying it right. I'm just going to say Caitlyn. She was destroying that lead left leg of Caitlyn. Destroying it. That thing was fucking red as all hell. And she landed a spinning back, uh, spinning back heel kick to her face, and it landed almost perfect. That was like highlight. That's like highlight move of the night. Fucking, this is a martial arts movie. She's fucking amazing. She's fucking great. She she is definitely by far one of the best female fighters in the octagon next to Amanda Nunes, and she's never been knocked out by it. Amanda. Well, besides Amanda's last fight against Durandamy, um, which went to decision, a unanimous decision. Valentina, I mean, sorry, Amanda Nunes has fucking destroyed every opponent in front of her. She destroys Holly Holmes. She destroys, um, what the fuck is that girl's name? Uh, Cyborg, Chris Cyborg. She destroys Pennington. She destroys Ronda Rousey. She d dominates these girls. And yet, every time she's fought Valentina Shevchenko, it's gone to decision now i don't know their first fight i don't count i don't consider it as as much as as much as the the split decision because a three-round fight is I, for professionals i don't think it's enough for them to you know get going i think five rounds you need a full five rounds to, to let professionals kind of get their get their pacing in get figuring out the game plan adjusting the game plan mid-fight things like that i don't think you can do enough of that in three rounds let don't but then again they're five minute rounds don't get me wrong they are five minute rounds but i think a full 25 minute fight 
gives you more than enough to adjust and change and and change your thing. When it comes to 15, it's hard. It's a lot harder to make those movements too in the middle of a fight. That that's a that's not that's not an easy thing. But man, she congrats to Valentina Shevchenko this weekend. Man, she fucking proved she deserves that 125 belt man and that shit ain't going anywhere i want that i mean there are probably plenty of other girls i'm not as familiar as with the female division other than a few the few of the major champions obviously chris cyborg because of all the controversy that ever came with her um before she left the ufc everybody knows chris but um I, i'm this makes me want makes me more curious i'm gonna i'm gonna definitely put more info or, or look for more info on the female ufc um roster because i have to know who who could possibly be amanda nunez who could possibly be valentina shevchenko and if there isn't anybody are we going to get a third fight amanda's beat her twice amanda doesn't care who she fights so i don't think it's going to be a matter of oh i've already beaten her twice why am i fighting her again i think amanda just wants to fight she just i'll fight her for amanda i feel like i mean for me personally if i'm beating you by decision at some point i want to prove to myself oh i could i could knock you out I can fucking tear you to shit. I can beat you before the bell rings. You know what I mean? Before the end of the round. Before the last and final round. I think there's still much to prove there. And Valentina still has a lot to prove too. That she won't just lose by decision. Though I will admit, Amanda probably has a better ground game than her. That's that's probably why those those fights happen. I might have to go look at those fights. See if I can find them out. See if I can watch them. See if I can definitely check them out. Yeah. All right, Valentina had a dominant performance. That was no surprise. Um, she's a fucking beast, Muay Thai fucking veteran master, grandmaster Muay Thai fighter. Oh, man, she's a monster, so there was no surprise there. But now we must talk about the very, very controversial situation with John Jones and Dominic the Devastator Reyes. John Bone Jones versus Dominic the Devastator Reyes. Now, this fight was an interesting one. I've only seen it once. I have to watch it a couple more times because I I honestly thought Reyes would have won that fight based off of the amount of rounds I believed Reyes won. I'm, I'm actually on the side of a lot of commentators. I don't like this idea of saying that he got robbed. I, I think it's really inappropriate to say that because John did a dom- did a great performance too. John so- showed some fucking grit in that fight, man. Punches and kicks and attacks that knocked most of the one of the lightweight division fucking unconscious on 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 Dominic Reyes's 12 and0 run in the UFC. Most of those guys fucking dead most of those guys were ko chris my weidman ko'd a ton of guys ko'd they all were basically ko'd with the same type of attacks and counterattacks john was receiving in that fight so i'm not taking anything away from john jones i actually was rooting for well i wouldn't say i was rooting for john jones i kind of had like a if john jones wins all right cool john jones won but if the underdog could win that would be a fucking spectacular fight like that would have been a spectacular moment for both me as an as a avid fan and liking the underdog to come up but also to see somebody actually beat john jones the 10-year belt um defender the the undefeated champion only lost because of controversial shit he's ever done 
yeah, man, I, I had to see if it was possible. I have to. I still want to see if it's possible. I still want to see if anybody can actually officially beat John Jones because John Jones, his only blemish on his record, besides besides the no contest with um uh with DC because of I think that was a drug thing. I think it was a failure to drugs. I think it was. I don't remember off the top of my head, so don't quote me on that. But the the downward that this the 12 to 6 elbows while he while he had a, an opponent pinned down way 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 early in his career was a automatic dq um which which some people can argue uh it could have been a warning it could have been like a breakup warning got a point you know type shit and then let the fight continued but i think the dude was too messed up i forget who his opponent was i don't think he's in, even in the ufc anymore but the point is that that's his only blemish he would actually be completely undefeated if it wasn't for that and some people argue that they might i mean this is all rumor that i've ever heard that they might have a um try to see if they can actually have that expunged from the record and make it a no um because of the ref automatically making it a DQ instead of a warning first. But I don't know. I, that that's not my business, right? That's my my thing is John Jones has literally done impos like an impossible thing and it's hard to not say that this man is not the greatest of all time. I think the only other person who can probably s- destroy that record is probably Khabib if Khabib decides to stay with the UFC cuz there's a whole bunch of controversy there in it in and out of in and of itself. In and of itself, there's a whole bunch of controversy there. Um, but yeah, so let's get to the Dominic Reyes. Let's get back to Dominic Reyes and John Jones. Now, I did personally have uh, Dominic Reyes winning the first three rounds, with the third round being exceptionally close. I gave it to Reyes because he kept the pace up, even though he was slowing down. Even though he was slowing down. I had him still win the third round. I thought he landed more punches. I seen him land more strikes, more effective strikes. And he wasn't pacing as much. Sorry, he wasn't pacing like John was. He was moving around. John wasn't. I don't think John was properly cutting off the ring. He was following him a ton. And I don't like that following shit. I think what well, well, my coach, my coach at, at, my, at my Muay Thai gym always says stop following people, cut them off, make sure you, you, you cut off both directions and you kind of like pin them to the to a corner in some way shape or form or against the ropes whatever way you want to put it but i think john was doing a bit too much following now don't get me wrong that can be that can be misconstrued for or for stalking for like stalking down your opponent but when you have a a countered fighter like reyes coming like basically letting you come forward throwing your combination and going in for those really sneaky slips and and, and uppercuts and and uh and hooks and catching you real effectively too i don't know i have to give the advantage to reyes he pl- he let you play your game and then he showed you why you shouldn't be doing that why you can't play your game with him and he showed his full hand now don't get me wrong Re- reyes that in a three-round fight this would have gone to reyes but obviously i think john would have adjusted for a three-round fight obviously fighters always adjust for an for a fight had this but it, it would have been likely that reyes would have kept that momentum up in a three-round fight and it would have probably went in his favor but this is a five-round fight and that third round is very 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 you know i i can see why people would give it to john and he definitely wins four and five i'm surprised it's, i'm surprised that there was a judge who thought John won four rounds. I don't get it. I don't see how a judge saw John win 
four rounds. I didn't think he win. I didn't think he won four rounds. I thought John won two and a half, maybe the third. And I thought Reyes also won two and a half, maybe the third, depending on where you see it. Now, again, I have to watch the third round especially because I definitely think Reyes won the first two rounds, no doubt in my mind. He threw more strikes. He landed more effective strikes. Um, and John didn't start throwing, didn't start um, going for takedowns or throws until the fourth and fifth, which means Reyes didn't lose points or or John never gained points in the first and second for takedowns, for his jujitsu, for his wrestling. He didn't get any of that stuff. He was standing up fighting. John did throw a, a significant amount of, of leg kicks, I will say that, or that like stomp kick he does. But so was Reyes. Reyes was throwing heavy, heavy leg kicks to those very, very thin shins and, and calves of John. A significant amount of them. So in my head, I don't get how a judge saw it 4-1. I don't understand how that was possible. For you guys that don't, fully understand the scoring even i'm sometimes confused by scoring because they score it like a boxing fight and i i get confused sometimes and it, it could be just the uh the nevada but it's a 10 point round um you can either uh, if you if you dominate the round you'll score either nine or ten if you don't you'll probably get seven or eight uh it, yeah it could be 10 9 10 9 things like that um it i just from somebody who doesn't even con- I don't I don't consider myself a professional understanding of how s- the score points are. I've never even understand it in my own personal um competitions that I've done before and that's amateur, like super amateur. So <laughs> you would think it'd be easier, but I I I've never understood it. I oh, I get it effectiveness where the strikes land, if the strikes show if the strikes show like if you show pain through it, things like that, but these guys, I don't know, I thought Dominic had definitely taken the first two and I don't get how a judge only gave him one. I don't, I don't see it. I don't understand it. it again, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like robbery to me because this could, this fight could have gone either way. Dominic out of all the fighters that, that John has ever competed with. He was the closest. He was the closest without a doubt. He was the closest. Um, I was actually listening to, Luke, what is it? Luke Thomas. He's a he's a, a YouTube personality on Fight Sports, <laughs> and he was doing a basically a a, a call ba- a recall or not a recall. He was he's basically discussing the fight. Um, most people actually agree. If you go on ESPN, Ariel Hawani thought the same thing. Ariel Hawani is like an avid arguer for Dominic winning. <laughs> he's like Dominic should have won that fight. He thinks Dominic won that fight. Like that's that's what that, he's like. Dominic won that fight. Um, I can see how it went both ways. I don't get how it went the way it got scored on the judge's card with a judge saying if 4-1 was a solace, it was like Judge Solace or some shit like that. That I don't get. Um, but Erehuani's like Dominic Reyes won that fight. I can see that either one would have, if any of them walked out of there as a champion, I would have been like, okay, that makes sense. Um, but Erehuani does not think John Jones won that fight, which is fine. Everybody is entitled to their opinion. Um, at, at Twitter, everyone thinks it went Dominic Reyes's fight. Everyone also thinks it went John Jones's fight. It's literally 50-50 split down the middle. Uh, I don't think this fight was a split decision. Don't get me wrong, but I'm saying the 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 audience reaction is that this fight 
it, is that this fight could have gone either way clearly as well because every half half of John Jones's people like John Jones won. The other half that don't like John Jones think that John Jones lost. It, it literally could have gone either way. So you know what? By, let bygones be bygones, right? But Ariel Hawani and Luke Thomas were discussing it. They were also discussing rematches, that these might be fights that are that this might be a fight that requires a rematch because there's so much there in this fight that one would have to say there's no way you could just let it end that way. You know what I mean? This has to be have a second fight. What people are not talking about, or well, Luke Thomas mentioned it, and I, I'm glad he mentioned it, is that John Jones has had two rematches in his life. Alexander Gustafakin, I fucking fucking butcher his name. Gustafakin, Discafi. Uh, I'm really bad with the foreigner names, man. I'm super bad. I'm sorry, guys. Really, really bad. Let me uh, if I can see it, let me pull it up because when I see it, I can sound it out. <laughs> uh, let's see, Gustafin, Gustafin. How do you how do you say this shit? Gustafson, Gustafson, Alexander Gustafson, and Daniel Cormier, DC, Daniel the DC Cormier. Those are the two guys he's ever had rematches with. Only those two guys. Hmm. What happened in the rematches? He destroyed both of those opponents. Destroyed both of them. You know what that tells me? And Luke Thomas also mentioned it. Is that he has the adaptability of a fucking... He's just one of the best adaptable fighters of all time. Once you, once he gets you in the ring once, and he want, and you're you're gonna face him again, you're likely gonna lose. Your chances of winning significantly decrease, significantly decrease, because now he knows what he's getting into. Now, now he's downloaded your game. So now, if there is a Dominic Reyes John Jones two. We're looking at a possible Dominic getting dominated by Jones because he knows he's going into this fight smarter. He's filling up the holes. John Jones knows how to change up his 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 approach to things. His fight IQ is incredible. Without a doubt, say what you will about his life. His work, what he put is what he can put into the ring, especially the second time around. Whew. Luke Thomas was saying your your probably best chances of ever beating Jones is the first time because the chances significantly decrease the second time. Significantly decrease. Both DC and Gustafsson, I'm saying his name wrong again. I'm sorry. Both lost by KO against John Jones the second time. That's mind-blowing to me. So... This idea of Reyes fighting him again scares me. I don't think Reyes. I don't think Reyes is gonna make it out. I don't think Reyes can beat John. I don't know if Reyes wants to just wait for him to go to heavyweight, or or what. If Reyes really wants the belt, but I don't know, man. I really, I really don't think. I don't know who can beat John. I don't know who can. I don't have anybody in mind that can beat John Jones. I don't even think anybody in the heavyweight division can beat John. John's way too agile and way too athletic. The heavyweight division gets they those guys get super gassed out. Super gassed out. So I really, really don't know who will beat him. 
Um, as for who I thought should have won, I thought Dominic should have won. Um, I'm not mad that John won. I'm not like uh, up in arms. I could have seen. I can see why people make the argument that it could have gone either. I thought it could have gone either way. And um, so yeah, I really think that it, it was it was a great fight. That's it. Honestly, I'm happy. I'm glad I watched that. I paid for it. I was very satisfied with what happened. I got to see Valentina Shevchenko do some amazing things, and I got to see John Jones Reyes duke it out. These dudes duked it the fuck out. Now, as for the judging, whew, that's another. That's a, that'll be a conversation I have another day. Maybe one day when I officially start the UFC podcast, the or sorry, the fight podcast that I that I plan to do, that I'll discuss that stuff. I'll even get more into understanding that stuff, just so I, I'm a little bit more informed about it. Because, like I said, I'm not the. I don't 100 understand. I usually go based off of how I think their performance does, instead of like scoring punches and scoring weight and scoring and stuff like that. I'm not. I don't really get that stuff but i'll definitely try to understand that stuff more as we move forward with a fighting podcast for these types of events Mm -hmm. all right well that out of the way we also had the oscars this weekend and i will be short on this because i just want to talk about the fact a few a few things juju just want to talk about a few things (laughs) I want to talk about best actor. I want to talk about supporting actor, best actor, best supporting actress, uh, best actress. I think. Hold on. Let's put up. Let's put up Oscar twenty twenty results. Let's pull it up, motherfucker. So best picture, Parasite. Still haven't seen it. Extremely happy that it won. It, from what I'm hearing about it, from what I'm reading about it, it sounded like a significantly great movie. I would have loved 1917 won Best Actor, sorry, Best Picture, or Jojo Rabbit. But you know what? It wasn't a bad, it wasn't a controversial choice. It wasn't, the Oscars got it right this year. The Best Picture, without a doubt, can is definitely Parasite. They won like five awards last night. It's fucking incredible. They won a lot. Best Actor went to Joaquin Phoenix for the Joker portrayal. Not mad about it. I want to see the rest of these movies to see how I feel about these other actors. I, I know Adam Driver, amazing in Marriage Story. Leonardo DiCaprio, amazing, amazing in Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood. So I just need to see two popes for Jonathan Price and Pain and Glory with Antonio Banderas. That dude did not age well. <laughs> no offense to Antonio. You're old, man. But wow. They're, they're, you see Leo, almost 50. And you see Antonio Banderas, a, a lot older, but older. And you're just like, damn. Antonio, what happened? You used to be the, the fucking the Rico Suave of the acting world. Best Supporting Actor went to Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well-deserved. He was fucking great as Cliff in that movie. Fucking loved him. Oh, absolutely hilarious character. Great character. I'm, I'm very, very glad. Um, he beat some, He had some real tough competition. Best Actress went to Renee Zellweger for Judy. Did not see it. I also did not see a ton of these movies in that there. Um, yep. I, I don't know much about Best Actress. Only because I don't know much about these movies besides Marriage Story. And Scarlett Johansson was great in Marriage Story. I still have to see Judy, Bombshell, Harriet, and Little Women. Laura Dern won Best Supporting Actress for Marriage Story. And I was fucking ecstatic about that. I was so fucking happy she won because she was such an asshole 
in Marriage Story. I hated her character so much, but that's exactly what her character was. Her character was a female divorce lawyer, and so her character had to be an absolute monster in order to win the case for our character, Scarlett Johansson's character. Um, and she was just a fucking piece of shit. It was such good acting. I loved it so much. I hated her character, and she did a good job of me of making me hate her character. She did fucking excellent. Laura Dern, fucking goat. Best supporting actress. She deserves it. And the only other person I would have wanted to win that was Scarlett Johansson for the playing the mother in Jojo Rabbit, because her performance is such a heartbreaking, heartwarming performance in Jojo Rabbit. And it is when you if you watch Jojo Rabbit, and you know what I mean. I'm not gonna spoil it. Watch Jojo Rabbit. And Scarlett Johansson is just a loving mother, and then something happens, and it's the most heartbreaking thing ever. It is so heartbreaking. Uh, I highly recommend this movie. It's one of my favorites of, of last year. Uh, best director won by our Parasite director, Bong Joon-ho. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. He's Korean, South Korean. Um, re- I still need to see Parasite. Uh, if I wanted somebody to take this, Besides Bong Joon Ho, I'm not mad about the winner because I still need to see the, the Parasite, so I'm not going to judge anything. I wanted Sam Mendes to win. 1917 is one of my favorite movies of the year. I mentioned it on Sunday on the Birds, excuse me, on the Birds of Prey review with Alvin. 1917 was one of my favorite movies of the year, and the fact that Sam Mendes was able to make that movie the way he did in almost a one shot style and and controlling everything oh man that dude that dude made a fucking amazing film todd phillips great runner-up martin scorsese too i just think the irishman was too long and quentin tarantino is one of my favorite directors of all time i just think his hit this year his competition was just way too strong way too strong best in original score went to joker so joker got two really really happy for joker getting two it was a female um uh, uh music producer her name is hildor i'm really gonna butcher her name guanat guanatador tier hildor guanata she i love the joker score i have it downloaded on apple music it is fucking a great score i loved it i'm happy she won obviously john williams could have won but Rise of Skywalker isn't one of my favorite score. 1917 with Th- Thomas Newman could have won. And Marriage Story with Randy Newman. If you guys don't know Randy Newman, he made that. He, You got a friend in me for Toy Story. He's actually made, I think, all of the Toy Story songs except for Jesse's. Um, he's a fucking goat of all time. But, um, yeah, Joker took it. I'm very glad for Joker. Best animated, best animated feature Went to Toy Story 4. No surprise there. Um, I saw How to Train a Dragon 3. Amazing movie. Loved it. I still have to see Klaus. I lost my body and Missing Link, so I can't make a judgment for those movies. Uh, Best foreign film went to Parasite. Clearly. Uh, Best original screenplay went to the writers of Parasite, Bong Joon-ho and John Jin-won. Noah Baumbach could have also got it. For Marriage Story, Quentin Tarantino could have also got it for, um, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This is best original screenplay, by the way. Ryan Johnson could have got it for Knives Out. I just don't think that movie had the hype behind it. Christy Wilson Wilson cares could have got it for 1917, and Sam Mendes for also 1917. Documentary adapted screenplay went to Tiger Waititi for Jojo Rabbit. So Jojo Rabbit got that one, which was great. I had no idea it was a book, so I'm definitely gonna be reading that book. Joker could have also got it because because you know Joker is technically based off of the adaptation of the comic character. Um, best original song went to Elton John. Best cinematography went to Roger Deakins for 1917. 
highly deserve it. That's the best part of the whole movie. 1917's best part is that. Uh, sound mixing. Best sound mixing went to uh, 1917. Best visual effects went to 1917. Well deserved. Endgame got. Endgame didn't get the chance to do it, but you know what? Endgame got its own achievement in its own way. So you know what? I'm not even mad about it not winning, winning an Oscar. Um, best costume design went to Little Women. Uh, best production went to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well deserved. Well, well deserved. Um, best animated short. This was a tough one for me. It was between Kit Bull for me and Hair Love. Kit Bull is, is a, it's a short about a, 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 a pit bull that's been abused and forced to fight by its owners, meeting a kitten in the same alley where they keep the pit bull chained. And they become a friend's and escape the pitbull situation together and then they get adopted by a lovely couple at the end of the of the um of the short it it is a fucking tearjerker watch kitbull it will make you fucking cry it made me cry it made my friend cry it made all of, it made everyone i showed it cry um it is a fucking tearjerker and then hair love which was just a heartwarming short about a little girl a little young black girl and her father and she's struggling with her hair her mother's not around you assume her mother's dead because um she uses youtube her mother creates a youtube channel for little black girls to form their hair and shape their hair and stuff like that and this little girl's she's still never done it before and she's trying her very very best um and then her dad comes in to help her and he's struggling he can't handle it and so she gets it's such a heartwarming thing and then we learn at the end that her mother has is i'm assuming cancer or just just received treatment for cancer and has lost her hair and so it 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 was just a it's it's such a heartwarming short that one got me too that one's a real tough one uh but hair love won that Hair Love won over Kit Bull, which is fine. That's completely fine. They both deserve it. Also, it was written, it was directed or, or created by an ex NFL player, ex wide receiver. So it's the second time a, a an athlete, an athletic, a uh, sports athlete, won an Oscar. First going to Kobe for Love of Basketball, which rest in peace, Kobe. And that's really it for me. All the other stuff is you know sound editing and. Uh, like makeup and stuff like that things that i wasn't too worried about or in in on it and stuff like that but yo i think the oscars got it right this year man i think they did a good job um i think the academy really really awarded correctly this year because we know sometimes and they could they could do better by um looking at more diverse directors and shit but you know whatever it's fine this year was still a good award ceremony all right, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the so this solo episode of the Renaissance Nerds podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. We talked a little bit about UFC stuff. We talked a little bit about the Oscars happening on Sunday night. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. It was actually a pretty decent weekend. So next week, we'll be talking about Sonic with Alvin, maybe another person. I might I might have somebody else on there with us that day. And then next uh, next Monday on the next. Oh, actually, no, later this week. I still want to do the Watchmen review, and I want to talk about Dracula. So stay tuned to those episodes. They may be coming out later this week. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. See you guys soon. All right, adios, guys.